When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Take the Black Live. Uh, we've been a week gone. We were off last week for the 4th of July weekend, patriotism. But myself, Dan Selke, the editor of winnerscoming.net, and Daniel Roman out there in New York City, or New York State, rather, the co-editor of winnerscoming.net. We're back. We're here. We're ready. We're rested. And we're prepared to talk all things sci-fi, fantasy, space letters, robots, knights, dragons, and so on. Hello, everybody uh, joining us. Good to see yes. you. Good to see you, Christian, Martha, Julie. Julie's going to Miami next week. Excellent. What brings you out there, Julie? Leave it in the Ooh, comments. That's exciting. Because we want to know. Daniel, did you ever do did you do anything during your um uh Fourth of July break? Banter, banter, banter. Ah, uh, Fourth of July break. Uh mostly, you know, did uh the obligatory nerdy thing and watched a bunch of stuff and read a bunch of stuff and <laughs> spent some time playing The Witcher 3. So it was a pretty low-key uh vacation. How about you, Dan? And we how about all bugs. you out there? Uh, oh, we got bed bugs. Anyway, you today, can't catch we, a break. what are we talking about <laughs> uh, in the world of TV, movies, uh, sci-fi, fantasy, and books today, Daniel? Uh, well, apparently bed bugs, but also corpses. Oh, they're horrible. Uh, now we so we let's start with the latest news from the House of the Dragon set because you know filming is ongoing for the moment for House of the Dragon. Could end today though if the actors. It could strike, end like as of eleven fifty nine p.m. Yeah, so for those of you watching, if you haven't been following the uh, the strike news, SAG-AFTRA, which is the actors union, uh, if they don't reach an agreement by midnight, they will be on strike as well. So House of the Dragon is filming today, but may not be tomorrow. We'll uh, we'll definitely have updates about that. I think the idea that they're going to go like to the last second too. It doesn't feel like they're going they're like uh, going to come to an agreement and do it way ahead of time. I think both sides are going to play chicken until the last second of the last minute of the last hour of the day and we'll know tomorrow what happens yep it's definitely been the amptp which is the american motion picture and television producers nice so they tried to pull in a federal mediator like last night so they're trying to get another extension and uh sag basically said we you can bring on your mediator but we're not extending more so it's pretty crazy yeah it, it is pretty crazy seeing what's going on over there but we weren't even going to talk too much about that. We were going to talk about set pictures because a bunch have come out 
So let's start with some corpses. <laughs> and Dan, I think you might know a little bit more about this line of bodies than I do. What are we looking at here? A line of bodies, Daniel. I don't really know much about it. Um, they were filming in <laughs> Wales for the past couple of weeks, House of the Dragon season two. You know, um, yeah. as in the good days of Game of Thrones, they're going to shoot some battles most likely. We know there are some coming up in the House of the Dragon based mm-hmm. on Fire and Blood, Battle of Rook's Rest. I don't know, the fish feed. This will be a little later. There will be this season. Yeah. This season should be more like a traditional Game of Thrones season. No more time jumps. Yeah. There probably will be some battles or aftermath of battles. And I do hope that when they do this battle, because they only really had one battle in the first season and it was very silly. It was the uh, Damon Damon Targaryen charge, the crab feeder. It didn't like I excused it. It was fine because it was kind of for fun and we didn't know the crab feeder at all. And sure, Damon can take on 30,000 guys in an army, whatever. Um, It was more about his character and the cool hero shot. But now that there's like two sides, I do hope they do the battles a bit more justice. If if, if they want to do one, like do it thinking about the strategy and the movements of people and the resources and how it goes. You get one of those. You get one silly action movie explosion behind a guy while he stands still battle. After that, we got to move something more serious. Yes, I totally agree with that. I do hope we see more strategic battles coming up. I feel like we need to because now we're in the war story section of of the saga. (laughs) And I do think there's a danger probably of them falling back on heroic moments because they have all these dragon riders doing dragon rider stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that is something I'm a little nervous about. And like the battle strategies is something game of Thrones kind of, it had its highs and lows with like it there, there were battles where they did it really well and battles. They didn't quite make the strategy make sense. So I'm hopeful, but yeah, it looks like uh I think this is Rook's rest, but that's totally a guess. Yeah, we'll see how they do. And by the way, Andrew, how's my eye? It's better, Andrew. Thank you. Can you guys see it? Can you guys see the sty? It's still kind of there after the surgery, but it's going down. <laughs> I think it's smaller. I'm going to get an unbiased opinion later today. But um, thank you, Andrew, for your concern. It feels pretty good. I had it scooped open and uh, chunked out, and it feels it feels great. It looks smaller. It looks smaller from where I'm sitting. Good. I follow up next week. We're on Strike Watch. We're on Sty Watch. On Sty Watch, Strike Watch, so many ones. <laughs> Bedbug Watch. But yeah, so the the body of the line of bodies, there are also some horse bodies. I don't know if we looked at those already, but oh. yeah, it's a little sad, but these are fake horses. No, no real horses harmed in the making of this gruesome battle scene. So we're going to see basically the forces behind Rhaenyra and Aegon II kind of transform in this upcoming season so we got some looks at some sigils too and it's kind of cool to see how the sigils are evolving yeah this is the classic targaryen this is going to most likely be rhaenyra's sigils Mm -hmm. because she sticks with the classic red and black i like i love that these are like they're like pennant flags but they're made of chain mail it looks like yeah that's interesting yeah i don't know how practical that is but it looks put that in your college dorm room yeah that's right. That's a, an expensive prop to have to buy for your college dorm room, a chainmail flag. But so on the flip side of that, Aegon II's banner is going to undergo a change this season. Uh, so we also got an image of golden Targaryen banners uh, being held by riders. And that, that is Aegon's crest. Yeah, I love that. That's a detail they kept because he changes his crest to match his dragon. He's got this golden dragon, Sunfire, that that we were robbed of 
seeing a lot in the first season. Glad you beat me to it. Why would they choose to add in a I silly did. scene about Maylees rather than just have the golden dragon like in the book and they're going to use it here? I'm not sure. But yeah, um, we'll see. It's good to have visual yes. distinctions. There are two sides. Yeah, it'll be good. Hopefully we can get some um, team Jacob versus team Edward stuff going on among the fandom. People are going to wear gold dragons or red and black dragons. A little throwback there to a series called Twilight. It was back in the uh, early 2010s. Maybe you remember it. It's coming back. Uh, yeah, fun. Cool. Looking good. I was kind of shocked at how much uh, like black versus green discourse there was during the like, because I, you know, fire and blood, it doesn't really like the greens are kind of doing shady stuff it, and everyone's awful. I, I guess I just didn't expect the, like you use the twilight example. I didn't expect that divide with the fans for this story because of how George R. R. Martin wrote it. But now that the TV show, show's going, I think you're right. I think we're going to see some of that next season. Well, there for better sure. be. I mean, the whole crux of this story is two sides that both have developed characters on it. If folk didn't choose sides yes. and go at it online, I'd consider the show a failure. <laughs> That's fair. So we've got one last picture to look at Ooh. here. And uh, this is so Steve Toussaint, who plays Corliss Valerian, has been spotted. I believe this is in Wales mm. filming. So presumably uh there's another shot that goes with this that we don't have of of a little rowboat out in the water so i don't know if they're filming drift mark stuff he's decked out in armor here so presumably he's you know recovered from being bedridden at the end oh, of right. season one but it's cool to see him out there mixing it up I, i'm kind of curious what they're gonna do with him this season because you know corliss is a pretty big character in this overall yeah. story so yeah i can't tell if I'm just getting used to the wigs or it looks better on him. Cause I think it looks pretty good in that picture. And that's before they gloss it up with special effects and after effects too. I'm expecting the wigs to look better all around in season two. They've had their, uh, their, their, their yeah. trial run with season one. I want some tighter stuff, some more natural locks, and I want them to make an Emmy category for wigs just to nominate house of the dragon five times and give it to them every year until the show is over. Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess that's some other news we should probably mention, right? Uh, so the uh, the Emmy nominations just happened. House of the Dragon nominated for Outstanding Drama Series in the Emmys. It's good for them, yeah. Yeah, good for them. It's. I mean, it's great to see House of the Dragon and Westeros get in love. Um, how do you feel about the snubs, though, Dan? Because none of the actors were nominated, which I am shocked by. Uh, you know, my opinion has always been that award shows are very very silly um it's hard to take this yeah, too seriously of anything but yeah i mean i like the show a lot so i thought they should have given it's crazy that patty constant i never got a nomination for anything substantial that's it's silly. insane emma darcy miley Icott, that's the big Matt one smith we're all although the, yeah that's the big one silly but there you have it uh hbo came out really <laughs> ahead succession is up for a ton they of did. stuff the last of us up for a ton of stuff the white lotus up for a yes. ton of stuff HBO had a banner year on TV from, they did. from from House of the Dragon to The White Lotus to The Last of Us to Succession to even Perry Mason, Warrior. And then they capped it off with The Idol. 
which was the most embarrassing thing they possibly could have done, <laughs> which was a hilarious way to end their winning streak. But yeah, that wasn't in time for the Emmys. So they're just dominating the Emmys all over the place. Good for them. I wish House yeah. of Drag was more presented. I, 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 I wish there was more actors in the mix. But, um, you know, happy for who's there. Sure. Yes. It's nice to see Succession getting love. You know, anytime a, sh- a really it, it's, acclaimed it's show is hitting its final season, mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to things like Emmys, they're just going to get nominated a lot across the board if it's really good. Because, yeah. you know, best, I think it's supporting actor. The entire category is basically Succession <laughs> and White Lotus. It's like four oh, and like, four from each show. Best directing, there are three Succession episodes, three different ones nominated, and then the other four I don't understand. Are all different shows. Like how House the Dragon is nominated say, in that crazy because there was some great stuff in there. Yeah, I don't know how Gita Patel didn't get one for yeah. uh, the Viserys's walk. Lord of the Tides, yeah. Yeah, that was the one I was expecting. But yeah, I don't know how that works, how Succession has three episodes and the others are just seasons. I mean, I'm not going to claim to know how the Emmy voting works. But uh, as Robert Harris says, but Peter Carlson getting some love. That's true. That was a great show. That and yes. it has some writing yeah. nods, has, has some directing nods, has some acting nods. But um, yeah, it should be it should be a fine show. It'll happen, I think, in September. I mean, award shows are silly. Yeah. But if they award the thing I like, then I'm the, I'm at least excited great. about them. Yeah. How that happens? It's very yes. self serving. I make apologies for it. Um, but yeah, it's happening. Congrats to all the nominees. Succession, I'm sure, will win a lot of things. I'm guessing it does deserve it too because it was a very very strong final season. Nicole says that fantasy isn't taken seriously, but we got to remember Game of Thrones swept the Emmys for years on end. Yeah, set like a record in its eighth season for the amount of Emmy noms it got. The actors didn't win a ton. They didn't win, but they were nominated. Like you got Lena Headey and Amelia Clark and Gwendolyn Christie all up in there. But yeah, Pitbull was the only one who won. And The Last of Us is up for stuff. I feel like Game of Thrones knocked down the door for a lot of fantasy sci-fi stuff. But House the Dragon yeah. might just not be its year. So when the second season comes out and it's going to burn down the barn, blow everybody off the hinges, then I'm sure the Emmys will start rolling in unless the idol uh, takes them all. <laughs> the idol returns. Yeah, it was nice to see The Last of Us get such recognition. That's historic. Like a, a video game adaptation has never taken home nominations like this. At something like the Emmys. Um, Very cool. So, yeah, Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, both up for Best Actor, Best Actress. Uh, I think the show is up for Best Drama, too. So The Last of Us definitely, it had like 25, It had a lot of nominations. Yeah, it's good all around. And House of the Dragon has like several nominations. It really is. And then The Idol. I can't believe that. Andrew Haley says that, speaking of HBO shows that were good this year, Barry ended this year. Barry actor Anthony Kerrigan going to play metamorphosis and legacy i don't know if you watched barry yeah. anthony kerrigan played the bald gay funny chechen mobster really really funny really really talented guy i'm glad he's getting some more work yes 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 oh that's awesome yeah good for that's him. cool i've seen a bits of the first two seasons of barry and really liked it and he's great in that so he's very funny that's cool i could see him working really well with james gunn too and get the parts while you can actors because when the robots replace the actors tv and movies will change um but you know what could be for the better so we'll just see what happens when that happens until then i'm glad Oof. actors are getting work yes me too and definitely very curious to see what's gonna happen in the next 24 hours with with the strike and uh you know whether house of the dragon will still be filming uh maybe not Things like Silo still in production on season two. They might need to pull the plug on that. Sandman. I mean, Daniel, 
if you were an executive and you had the chance, and this, and this question is for everybody out there, and you had the chance to cast a flesh and blood actor to play a role who you would have to pay money to and like feed through craft services or do a computer simulation of that actor that was close enough, what would you do? I mean, come on, you're going to save the money, right? I think for me, I'm going to hire the, if I'm a CEO who has the money, you know, not poor starving artist person, I would hire the actor. Collaboration is what makes this such a great medium. I can't believe you're speciesist against robots. I am not. The day that we get actual AI that has some bit of sentience to mull this question over with, I will be happy (laughs) to discuss it. But right now what we have is programs that copy likenesses and copy information from other things and then repaste it in a different way. That's not real artificial intelligence. That's just an advanced algorithm without any sentience behind it. I just don't see why you don't want to take the human (laughs) element out of art. But I guess you can come around to that later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What else is on the agenda today, Daniel? Yeah. So the other big thing we're going to talk about today is The Witcher Season 3, because we took off last week. So we kind of didn't really get a chance to talk about it after it dropped. And I'm going to open with a hot take. And then I want to hear your opinion, Dan, because uh, I we haven't talked about this yet, really at all. Like, I don't really know your opinion too, too much. I think... And I'm saying this as someone who is a very large fan of The Witcher books and video games. I think season three was shockingly good to the point where Mm. I actually think it's better than the book. And I had lots of issues before this, but I think season three was a real step in the right direction. What's what's your opinion on it, Dan? I want to hear. Uh, First of all, uh, really, really quick. Just um, Andrew Haley asked if we'd seen My Adventure of Superman. I haven't. Is it good? Because no, I do I've heard it's tend good. to like that kind of stuff. So, Andrew, if you think, uh, say, if, 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 if you recommend it or not, because I might check it out. As for yeah. The Witcher. <clears throat> so, a few shows back, I think, I think Natalie was on. I <laughs> was so sure that The Witcher would be terrible because I didn't like the first season very much. I thought I, I thought it had some things I liked, yeah. but a lot of it was kind of a, a mess. The second season I thought was pretty much straight up bad. Just it it veered away from the book so much it wasn't the books anymore. Even on its own terms, it didn't make a lot of yeah. sense. And I was like, this show is not going to recover. It's 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 on a downward slope and I can't imagine it pulling out. So I watched the first episodes of the new season. I'm, I'm not going to call it a... My basic takeaway to respond to your question is, I think it's about equal to the book in that I don't like the book very much and I don't really like the show very much. But because so, I've read 
a lot of the Witcher books now. And I've come to the conclusion, yes. I just don't really like them for a lot of reasons we can talk about. Yeah. But um, back then when I was saying that, I said that if the Witcher season three was good, I would eat a hundred dollar bill. Um, now that I've watched the you first five episodes, that. I think it's middling and fine. So I am going to eat this 20 while we talk about. Oh, things. God, don't actually. OK, don't you don't. Are you, yeah, OK, OK, I'm going to hope you're working some stage magic here and you're not actually digesting a $20 bill. We're going to find out if it's edible. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think, you know, for as much as I enjoy The Witcher, a big part of that for me, too, is that I really love the game. And the the third game in particular is like a it's one of the best. If you want to experience a video game that is tied into novels, it's like the pinnacle of that that's been done. I think Um, it's a masterpiece. The books do have their issues. So when you say you don't like the books, like I'm not too surprised by that. They can drag. They can meander. I think. Stapkowski's got a real problem with objectifying female characters to the point where it's like distracting and ridiculous. But I think that (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. So for audio listeners, Dan is, I believe, actually eating a $20 bill right now uh, because the the Witcher season two, season three was not a train wreck, which we did have a lot of reason to think could be the case. But yeah, I I think this season included all of the major things from the time of contempt. Um, so we will get into spoilers here. If you're avoiding spoilers, maybe, you know, just be aware that we are going to talk spoilers for season three. So it included everything from the book, basically, and expanded a lot. So things like Yaskier gets a lot more screen time. Characters like Philippa and Dijkstra. Radovid isn't even in the first half of the book at all. I think Yaskier's got a scene in the first half of the book, which is in the show. And just generally, I think they handled the relationships a lot better. Like Geralt and Ciri and Yennefer's relationship is actually pretty fleshed out and good compared to both previous seasons and this point in the novels. So, yeah. Are you how you doing there, Dan? Uh, you should take a break. You don't have to eat it all at once. This isn't working. OK, what, what I've learned so far is that eating a, a dollar bill is, is difficult and they're not really digestible very well. I think it's probably a good thing. OK, one of my big problems that I've had with the books and the show, and it hasn't gone away just because I, I, I agree with you that relationships are better. I agree with you that I've been, been more invested with the characters yeah. I've liked. You know, Jaskier's little romance has been sort of endearing, kind of, I don't know, where I thought the Siri yennefer Geralt triangle is more entertaining than it has been. Sure, that's fair. I agree with that, for the record. Here's one problem I, I had with the books and the show. I just, I cannot get on board with the way they talk. I cannot get on board with Yennefer okay. wearing this fantasy outfit and saying she's on somebody's shit list, like talking like some 2020 yeah. modern person. They say that stuff all the time. And it yeah. is true to the books because they do that crap in the books too. And it's annoying there too. Yeah. I just read Season of Storms. There's a three page passage of banking lingo and i'm like oh my god this is so modern so yeah i agree with you it just tosses me out of it. i've never liked it it's 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 kind of a failure on my part to like get on board with it but i can't not get on board with it other than that so i agree that this better than it has been it still does give off to me xena hercules legendary journey sort of it's clearly expensive but it feels kind of 
there's this layer of cheese that I, th- I, just, I, I think it's there. <laughs> like when all the sorceresses yeah, are I dressed agree. in these booby outfits and they're like being catty and trying to seduce Geralt at a party and, blah, 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 and they're drinking champagne yeah. and they're possibly old and wise. And it's just, I, there are parts that I find embarrassing, <laughs> even though yeah. in general, it's been better. And, you know, they skip around. They have to have some kind of action every time. Yes. Just, they they kind of like jump from one point to the other in that sort of TV logic way where you just need to get to the thing without really setting up the thing. But it is good. And I I, I found myself yeah. more compelled, especially by the first and last episodes than I have been by a lot of The Witcher. Yeah. It's worth 80 to 20. If I could digest this which I don't, I'm not sure I can. I'm going to be honest with you. I would be doing it. That's good. I think you don't it's need to fine. Do it. The Witcher is you fine. You gave it a try. It's better than I thought it was going to be, but I, I still don't think it's a great show. Yeah. You know, I would agree with basically everything you said. I think if you're inclined to like The Witcher, you're going to really like season three. If you didn't think it was great in the first place, or you're not particularly attached to the story, it's hard for me to almost be objective about this because I am very attached to these characters. Sure. I've spent hundreds of hours with them across three different mediums at this point. And I have not. My first Witcher thing was the show. And and that makes a huge difference. Mine was the game, the third game, which, mm-hmm. like I said, that is is a masterpiece that to me is Mm -hmm. the best iterate and like don't tell Anders Ej Sapkowski that I said this I think The Witcher 3 is the best iteration of a Witcher story that exists if you gave Andre Sapkowski like a dollar I think he'd let you say anything he that you want you can give him this ruined $20 bill yeah you know he could have been more involved in the TV show he didn't want to be uh so that that is probably fair but yeah I think it does still have issues like that acapella group. Man, I hate that acapella group so much. That is one of those things for Damn. me where it's like that. It's such a modern thing that like it's embarrassing to watch. And I'm like, and they make it a gag in the show, but I'm still like, like, I really don't didn't again, like, like this choice much. Cheese is fine. I didn't mind them. There was one thing like in that last episode, one of the party, which had some nice bits, but I liked it. When, it did. when the bard group kept repeating the song like, all is not. As it seems, I'm like, oh my god! Yes, just, we get it. The There's layers. Just, just you can you can yes. back off a little bit. That's what I mean by kind yeah. of, che- which is fine. Cheesy's fun. I like cheesy, and then it wants to be very serious sometimes, and it's it's then maybe you don't have a cheesy tags on it. I, it's fun. It's a fun show, and this is the best it's been. It's the yeah. best it's been. That's true. It is the best it's been. I very much agree. Twenty bucks is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not saying you know, it's not a. We're not talking about like it's suddenly House of the Dragon, right? It still does have its its things, like you said, its quirks. But I think for me, this is one of the first times the virtues of the show are very much outweighing the quirks. And like I have to I have to give kudos to to the monster stuff, because that's something I think the show has been a little hit and miss with, like some of its monster effects and monster fights. I think this season, they really outdid themselves. That hand creature, um, I've seen that fight scene maybe like three or four times now, and it still makes me kind of be like, oh, on the couch. So, yeah, I think they really, really did a good job with especially the action scenes. Um, I like the murder mystery kind of style of the fifth episode, but I agree with the, you know, the on the nose band thing that like like we said that's those are the quirks that have been issues so far but again it, julie's right isn't a part of what francie is about embrace those differences i should be able to do that and it's just i've never quite yeah 
been able to with this show. Maybe it just it got to a bad start and I never quite got off it. But again, I think it's nice. I think it's fun. I would pay. I ruined a $20 bill because this show was pretty good. <laughs> and that's not worth nothing. That's worth that's $20, $36 in Australia. That's right. That's right. So uh, what, I do want to call out this one comment from Andrew Haley on YouTube. So how excited are y'all for the rats? <laughs> I will just say I've been the opposite of excited for the rats because it feels to me like like this is Netflix's strategy with The Witcher is to bounce between season spinoff, season spinoff so that we're never going a year without some oh, really? sort of Witcher thing. That that's at this point, it's clear that's their pattern because they've done it every they did Nightmare of the Wolf between seasons one and two. Then they did Blood Origin bes- between two and three. So now they're going to do rats between three and four. I think the rats. So as the rats are written in the book, I really did not like the idea of them doing a Rats spinoff. The Rats are not particularly likable. There are issues with the way Sapkowski wrote some of the rat scenes, especially one we're going to see oh. later this season. <laughs> I mean, maybe. He meant it as a joke. Oof, oof. Fair, Andrew. But it's the joke does lead me to a, a decent point, though, which is I feel like the show might improve the Rats from the way they are in the book because they've already started introducing them. We got sure. we got to see Missile during the Wyvern scene and that's not in the book. So they are doing a a more thoughtful job of introducing the rats so far. So not excited but kind of weirdly optimistic. I don't know, Dan, how excited are you ready to eat another a $5 bill for the rats? I think my days of betting I should eat money is over. <laughs> By the way, Christian says that it's still good if it, if there's half left. Is that true? I could turn in this bitten piece and now see, I'm going to destroy it, I think. Because I was going to ask because that was gonna, the bet. Yeah, that was the bet that I would. I think you could still it, it get away good, with it. I shouldn't. Though. That would Your be dishonorable. Nibbled it. I'm going to destroy it. I promise that I would eat a, do- a $20 bill, a $100 bill if it was good. It was good enough. I don't deserve this. This there. There. I don't des- oh oh the pain I hope that Lauren Hisrick sees this and knows your commitment to it's good enough yes the Witcher was good enough to destroy money oh, over I should have given it away it's a better idea now I can't do it man I was We've just full of bad far. ideas today I really should have given that it away. it happens we all Why have to give days. it away oh god what a weird show this has been I didn't think through any of this are you talking about the Witcher or this episode of the podcast because the I podcast. think it's true for both Okay. (laughs) Julie asks, have we seen the last episodes? No, Julie, neither of us have seen them. I'm curious. I'm very curious about them. Uh, I think they've also set up the Vilgefortz stuff pretty well. But yeah, I don't we don't need to. I don't know how much we need to harp on about The Witcher being pretty good this season, but it's pretty good this season. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's better than usual. It's not bad. Are you going to keep watching when Liam Hemsworth is on the show, Dan? I'll tune in. I'll be curious. Definitely. Yeah, I will definitely watch. I think this season, one of the things that makes this season a little better is that it doesn't feel like Henry Cavill is totally carrying the show by himself. I think other actors get enough time to shine this season that I am more weirdly more confident to see Liam Hemsworth step in than I've ever have been. So yeah, we'll be watching it. Yeah, I was there. I mean, I was surprised when Henry Cavill was leaving. Most definitely. (laughs) I didn't eat much of it, so hopefully I won't have any <laughs> uh, germs. I didn't eat any of it. It's not. That's what I learned. That's very hard to digest, probably on purpose. Probably. It's not made to be edible. Which is probably for the best. I was surprised yeah. when I heard that Henry Cavill was leaving. 
just for for because he seemed to want it so bad and he was the best part of it but yeah it's not like he saved the parts that were bad exactly and if the show is good and if they have people who are good in it and it's written well and people are acting it, there's no reason it can't be watchable or at least as watchable as it I is agree. now so um i think it might drop off because the ratings have been going are not as good as they were for the last couple of seasons i think netflix yes, might think have that's true crossed a bridge account and cross but we'll see what happens when they have the final three episodes drop yeah it's almost a shame to see how I, I almost said a shame to see how good a reception this season's getting. It's a shame <laughs> Netflix has burned so much goodwill with this series that it now has what is easily its best season, I think. And so many people aren't willing to give it a chance because they've been burned three or four times now by the show. Which um, is its own fault. So, I mean, it, it, it's which not is, like they yeah. couldn't. There's no reason for me tuning in a little less. Oh, totally. You live and you learn. But sometimes by the time you're done learning, uh, people have already decided to watch something else instead. Yes. And Leo really likes Anya Charlatra, who Mm -hmm. plays or Charlatra, who plays Yennefer, says (sighs) it's crazy that Anya hasn't gotten more roles from The Witcher. She's always the bright spot on the show. Um, Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen her in more stuff, too. But maybe that's because she's busy slinging spells in the continent most of the time. Who knows? By the way, uh, Julie asks how I'm thinking. I'm enjoying the new season of Warrior. She's not quite feeling it. I'm liking it quite a bit. Um, I don't know the show well enough to just like compare it minutely. Like the first episode was my favorite. The action yeah. scenes was great that opened it up. Yeah, I'm still liking it quite a bit. It's getting cool. I'm um very much still enjoying it. Hope it continues to rock my socks off. How about you, Daniel? Watched anything <laughs> besides uh, The Witcher and such? Yeah. So I've been, you know, we've been out for a couple of weeks. So I have been watching, reading, doing quite a lot. So and all of you out there, let us know what you've been watching. Um, for me, I so I saw the most recent Indiana Jones movie, which was surprisingly good. I kind of went in with low expectations. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know that we needed this movie necessarily, mm-hmm. um, but it is surprising to me that it justifies its existence as well as it does because it you know it's james mangold so the the guy who directed logan and this feels like and how would indiana jones grapple with being an old man is, is the plot of this and they do service it pretty well harrison ford clearly had an idea of what he wanted to run with for the character so it was good uh a little sad to see how much it's tanking at the box office but also not surprised Ooh. like i don't know if this needed to be a $300 million movie. There's a lot of special effects in it. Was it $300 million? At least. I think it was more than that, actually. I, th- I think it was closer to four. No. It oh, cost a lot. Rough. And that's why the box office return has been such a talking point, because it, it made like $60 million domestically its opening weekend. $300 million this thing cost. Yeah, that is yeah. way too much for a series that hasn't had an entry for over a decade at this point, and that maybe was over yes. with the first three. Yeah, that's a stupid, stupid idea. Man. Again, yeah, if robots I totally were in charge, agree. they wouldn't make that choice. If you want to replace the CEOs with robots, that I'm on board with. Let, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Uh, but yeah, so the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny was pretty good. I've also been watching Secret Invasion. As... Uh, as Andrew calls it, uh, mediocre secret invasion. What about that? Yes. Yes. Mediocre. That is pretty much how I feel about it. <laughs> I, you know, 
I so I've been watching Marvel stuff since Iron Man hit theaters. Like yeah, so I've been I. along for the whole ride, and I just it is such a struggle for me to give even the remotest crap about Secret Invasion. Like I just do not want to watch this thing, and I've tried I've tried and bounced off it like three times. I, you've been watching it, Dan. What do you think of it? I'm actually kind of liking it now that it's almost over. Okay, the enthusiasm <laughs> gap is real. Like the the way this is yeah. not causing buzz should really send yep. a strong signal that, that flooding the market with Marvel stuff was the wrong move. The show itself, yeah. I think, I think is nice. I like the the most today's new episode. I enjoyed. I thought the interpersonal between Nick Fury and his wife was very good. Okay. The wider conflict, it is kind of hard to care about because it does feel contrived. Like, why doesn't he just tell folk what's happening? Yeah, I I have no idea. The you know. Why wouldn't you call in the Avengers? They've kind of come up with some very contrived yeah, reasons yeah, for that. I, I, it's like I don't get it. You're at really going to tell me the the Avengers couldn't manage in this situation? Like, do you really need to keep them out of it? They'd be fine. Well, also, like today, there was a scene where the guy was like, "Frame Nick Fury by showing the video of the fake Nick Fury killing Maria Hill," and he's like, "Who will believe is a shape shifting scroll alien who looked like you?" And I'm like. I've been watching Marvel for a long time. It's a lot of weird stuff has happened in these <laughs> things. Like yeah. New York was invaded by aliens. Why wouldn't you believe that? That seems completely within the possibility. Didn't you all like half the population just vanish for five years and then come back? Why is this hard for you to believe? Yeah. It's hard to make like um, anything in this universe anymore. And especially if you want to make some kind of really gritty drama that doesn't where superpowers are, are unrealistic. Yeah. You can't. How would you do that? I don't think you can. It's like two guys against the entire like world threatening apparatus. It's 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 hard to get on board with. But I think some of the yeah, I like some of the characters. But yeah, the whole concept as a whole, it's feels way too small for what they're trying to sell. It's not yes. super duper great. Yeah, I agree with that. They're they're trying to make it, you know, this big enormous threat. They're going to take over the government and start World War Three or all the governments across the world. But yeah, they're just not. Uh, you said something in your most recent review that I really, really stand by, which is the more you think about it, the, oh, yeah. the less everything makes sense. It's definitely one of those shows. It it needed to another few drafts through the scripts. Like what Americans against Russia is the name of the yeah. extremists. Every time I hear <laughs> that, I'm like, how did this get through a first a second draft? How did this get to filming with that name? That it's the Americans against Russia. Like anyone with a half a brain in that show should look at that and be like, maybe these are the shape-shifting aliens. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a thing an actual human might not say. Yeah, Marvel's in trouble. But we all know that. Yeah, I think it's hard, especially hard too, because Secret Invasion, which is one of their shows, which has had a lot of anticipation, is airing and not doing great opposite a ton of shows which are just much better. And like... I'm even going to put The Witcher in that category. I think it, sure. it, this season of The Witcher is better than Secret Invasion. But like Silo I mean, just wrapped its first yeah. season and it was great. Walking Dead, Dead Cities on. Like there's yeah, a lot like Outlander. That. There's a lot to watch. There is. Warrior. I, I'm really enjoying Warrior. I want to go back to that. That, that last episode yeah. where um they had to hide the printing press from the police officers. That show, Warrior. But I'm just playing again. Watching on Max, San Francisco, 1870s drama about the Chinese gangs 
uh, fighting each other and the trying to resist kind of the greater populations oppression legislation. Really, 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 really good. Great action scenes. I'm loving yeah. it. I just want to boost that again because no one talked about that show. Nice. Hey, I'm here for the warrior boost. Uh, I'm glad that you've been enjoying it so much. You're definitely making me want to give it a shot. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear. I, I've got to agree with something Andrew said, too. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, Dan. So Andrew said they put Samuel L. Jackson in Secret Invasion in classic mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson moments, but made it family friendly, which doesn't work for me. And that stood out to me, too. There's one scene in one of the early episodes where he's like threatening to shoot someone. And he's kind of yelling at them and they're in this room. And it felt like they were trying to recreate his like iconic Pulp Fiction scene yeah, where he's yeah. like, you know, threatening people with John Travolta and eating their cheeseburger and stuff. But it's like it's Disney. So, yeah, I I agree with that comment, Andrew. But we can stop bragging about Secret Invasion now. Watch Warrior instead. I hear it's pretty good. I have critiques I could make, but I'd rather not make them and just compliment the show so more folk watch it. And then when it's a big, giant hit, that's fair. into what's slightly wrong with it. I think that's reasonable. I mm-hmm. think that's very reasonable. So I have to I have to point this out because you're talking about Warrior. I read a book recently I feel like you might like called The Combat Codes. So I thought to grab this just now because I saw a picture of this author, Alexander Darwin, with one of the cast members from Warrior, because this is a martial arts fantasy novel. Really, really good. Great fight scenes. He liked your review, Alexander Darwin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Review of this book up on the site. Uh, So, yeah, fantasy uh, with some sci-fi elements. Basically, wars are no longer decided by weapons of mass destruction, but by uh, one-on-one fights between expert combatants representing countries and their interests. Which <laughs> that is sounds kind of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, he does some cool stuff with it. And some of the action scenes, uh, the fight scenes, it's all organized fighting. So it's not the same as like, you know, a Game of Thrones where there's a coup and people are getting stabbed. It's like most of the action takes place in the ring, but there's a lot of drama that happens there so sweet yeah excellent book watch warrior read the combat codes and you cannot go wrong i endorse this message shall we move on to the lightning round is it time it's time lord okay all right so for those of you just tuning in for the first time which i hope there are tons welcome hey thanks for listening (laughs) we're going to go over all the news we did not hit during our main show in 20 second intervals and we will be buzzed by producer Richard if we go over those 20 seconds, which never happens. So will it happen today? We'll find out. Once or twice. About it. All right. I'm going to ask you first. I I will eat a whole bag of nickels if it goes over 20 seconds. Oh, Oh, God. Don't do that. That sounds like a terrible idea. All right. So Good Omen Season 2 is coming up uh, July 28th, I believe. But apparently it's only the setup for a third season. What's the deal with that, Dan? Uh, it means that I guess Amazon wants to make it almost a franchise. So Go to is this really charming British series based on the fantasy book by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And we heard the second season was going to be the book they planned but couldn't write because Terry Pratchett died. And then I heard they're going to make a third mm-hmm. season like, oh, OK, I guess I want to go a long haul thing with this. Don't know if it's a good idea or bad idea, yeah. but I'm looking forward to the season and I will watch it. I will view it so far. So good. All right, Daniel, um, the Wheel of Time animated movie titled The White Tower is in the works uh, from the same folk who made the original Wheel of Time kind of cheat TV pilot with Billy Zane. A Wheel of Time cartoon movie is in the works. 
Yes. Yeah, I had to throw the Billy Zane thing in there. So they're a Wheel of Time animated movie. It's an original story set before the main Wheel of Time story is happening about a young woman who goes to train at the White Tower where the Aes Sedai are. I am so nervous about this because, yeah, the Billy Zane Wheel of Time short film was a rights grab to keep the rights for this studio. And they're the ones making this movie. So jury's real out. I'm calling a short film is generous. Yeah. It is definitely, it was basically the prologue of the book. Yeah, you know, you've seen it. It's ridiculous. I've not seen it. I should. Oh, well, you're not missing a whole lot. It's basically just the prologue of the book. So in happy news, uh, Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie, uh, so that's Jon Snow and Egret from Game of Thrones, they welcomed their second child recently. They did. Um, yeah, good for them. Not much to say about this. I believe it was a daughter. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, John Stoney, Gret, having children, explaining their family. They already have one kid together. They're married, family. How cute. Maybe they'll grow up to be Game of Thrones star or to be uh, actors too. Or maybe they'll be like Cersei and Jenny. Probably not. All right, <laughs> Daniel, moving on. Okay, this is a cool one. Uh, speaking of things uh, involving books, which you like, you enjoy, you enjoy, you enjoy. Yes, a book. I do. Occasionally. The publisher for Patrick Rothfuss, who's the guy who wrote the King Killer Chronicle, one of the most beloved and most fruitlessly waited for fantasy franchises of our time, is putting out a new King Killer book by Rothfuss called The Narrow Road Between Desires. Here's the cover. What's the deal with this? Yeah. So The Narrow Road Between Desires is a new version of a story Rothfuss wrote back in 2014 called The Lightning Tree. And basically, it's a 200-page novella. It's coming out later this year in November. It's all about this fae character, Bost, doing fae mischief. It's The entire story is one day. It's This new version has like 100 new pages. Uh, so it's exciting. It's oh, Rothfuss's first book in like a decade. But it's not The Doors of Stone. So people are still pretty mad because these are the times we live in. But speaking of the times we live in, uh, Netflix is taking a crack at the Chronicles of Narnia. It has been confirmed that Greta Gerwig will direct two Narnia films for Netflix. That's great. Um, you know, a while back we heard that Netflix is going to make Narnia movies, TV shows. Then we didn't hear anything for a while. And Greta Gerwig is one of the bigger directors working today. She made the Barbie movie. She made that Little Women movie a couple of years back, which was really, really good. That's big. I- I'm glad they're moving forward with it. Greta Gerberg is a, is a is a big talent. Might be able to actually make something new to it. Can they make Narnia cool again? Yeah. I don't know. But at least <laughs> moving forward, and that's nice. I am Yeah, that's a good this. question. Uh, Daniel, this is pretty exciting and, or, or, or cool for the first time. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds shared the first photo from Deadpool 3 featuring himself as Deadpool and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the classic comic outfit we never actually saw in the old X-Men movies. Yeah, I think there's like a single frame in the old movies of the suit in a in a case. We've never seen Hugh Jackman wear it. And here he is looking great as Wolverine. Uh, So that's fun. I have a feeling this Deadpool movie, this is going to be a good one for Marvel. So we've talked about Marvel struggling. I think this is going to be one of the next really special Marvel movies. Or at least successful. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Totally. All right. So speaking of superheroes, oh goody, legacy just added a bunch of new cast. Isabella Merced is going to play Hawk Girl. Edie Gathegi is playing Mister Terrific, and Nathan Fillion is portraying a Green Lantern. Uh, 
Yeah, What's I the deal which then? One. Should we be hyped? Uh, well, guy garden, guy something, guy gardener. I think Nathan Fillion, big nerd guy in um, you know, Firefly, a bunch of James Gunn movies. So that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know if this Superman thing was going to be like Superman's movie, or it's starting to feel like an introduction to this new universe they want to fill it they want to fill it with all these people yeah. so jury's out can james gunn do it we'll see <laughs> yeah all right and finally uh speaking of the walking dead i'm sorry julie you haven't been enjoying um dead so much as you'd like well, speaking of the oh. walking dead uh the walking oh the the walking dead spinoff about rick and michonne has gotten a title it's called wait for it the walking dead rick and michonne brilliant or brilliant it's gotta be brilliant i mean it tells you what it is They've really been uh, knocking it out of the park with the originality and the titles for The Walking Dead. We've got The the Walking Dead Daryl Dixon about Daryl Dixon. Then we'll have The Walking Dead Rick and Michonne about Rick and Michonne. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that series. Uh, I wish they gave it, you know, a slight, like Dead City, a slightly more inventive title. (laughs) Robert Harrison, not a fan. Terrible title, he says. I mean, it's what is on the (laughs) tin. You get what you're paying for. Not terribly original. You do. But uh, yeah. They know why you're watching it. Even Dead City. Like if they had just called it Dead City would be good. The Walking Dead Dead City sounds to me a little duplicative, but I'm not at AMC. Thanks for watching, everybody. This is fun. Thanks for <laughs> talking to me, Daniel. We were back after two after a week break. Good to be back. Good yeah. to be mixing it back up. What a way to start things off. Indeed. I feel a little lightheaded. Is it the humidity? Is it my hunger? Is it the fact that I try to eat it money? I don't know. But we'll be back yep. next week. We're back Bye-bye. here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Winners Coming YouTube page and Facebook page or 3 p.m. on the East Coast, you know, 1 p.m. in the Mountain Time and uh, noon in uh, California. And uh, you can also find us to download wherever podcasts are available, be it iTunes, Google Play, or elsewhere. And uh, as we sign off, I'll just give a bit of advice. Just don't be like me. Don't eat money. Spend money. Goodbye. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. 